Good morning and welcome to Mornings with a Stranger, episode 107. So, a few random thoughts. Um, First of all, does your YouTube on your phone consistently play the same video after whatever video you watched? Whatever video I look for lately after that video is Meatloaf's Two Out of Three Ain't Bad music video, which is fine because I like the song and so it's totally cool. I don't hear the song very often, so I'm hearing it way less often than I hear pop repetitive songs on the radio. It's just weird because pretty much every time, especially if it's a music video, but it doesn't even totally matter. Anyway, I just thought that was interesting. Like everyone's like, what, Meatloaf is paying for his videos to be up next or just random weird algorithms? I don't know. Okay, that's one thing. Two, I don't know why I have this stuck in my head this morning, but you know, I do. So boom, here I am sharing it with you because that's how this whole thing works. I was eating my morning toast and and I've for some reason had to talk about this bread lately a lot with people. But Mike's Killer Bread. Have you ever tried Mike's Killer Bread? Mike's Killer Bread. I think it's Mike. It's either Mike or Dave. But I'm pretty sure it's Mike. He has a business. So so he's made this bread that in in some of the the health magazines, like more journaly health magazines, they actually say that it's like the highest rated with the highest fiber. And it has the most whole grains and whole seeds in it. I've tried it. I like it just fine. The pieces are big. It doesn't fill me up as much as I would hope it would, which doesn't make sense to me. But it's cool. It's called Mike's Killer Bread because he hires ex-convicts to do the work to get them back into the workforce, which is just pretty cool. So anyway, I don't know why I feel the need to share about Mike's Killer Bread, but it keeps coming up and I'll just dump it into this pool too and and see if it gets out of my head. Anyway, it's cool that he's actually created a product that has really good stuff going on in the actual product as well as hiring ex-convicts. So it's nice that it's a well-rounded. See, this. let this be a lesson to you, Cat Cafe, whatever the cafe was called. (laughs) You can do multiple things well, create a good quality product and hire ex-convicts doing good things for our world. Like you can have beautiful petting, petable kitties and make good coffee. I have faith in you, Cat Cafe. Stick it to the man. Be awesome. I don't actually know what that means, but it, it sounds good. And hey, if, you, <laughs> if, if that's a way to stick it to the man, <laughs> that's, that benefits all of us. Okay, so the actual topic, there was an article that I didn't read that I was listening about that was talking about there's a scientific study. I thought that we've been through this multiple times before. There's a scientific study that says if we, the people, have Fridays off, we will be more productive for the four days that we work. And again, I thought that we've, like, I didn't think this was new information. I thought this was, like, well-known. I mean, we certainly know that our productivity in this country is not as high as some other countries who do various things, who have self-care, be it naps or whatever, is at least my understanding and the things that I remember, not only studying in like junior high and high school and all the way through and hearing a bunch of these other things. But okay, so I guess if this is the first scientific study, which I really doubt, so yay science, if we're all going to believe in science, let's let's do this, people. And I'm I'm like thinking about that going, hey, duh. I mean, I guess kind of not duh, because I guess in some ways one could look at it, the the fear could be if you don't know that this is true. Well, if they have more days off or they'll they'll get more in the habit of 
being off than being on. But we clearly know that the more being on that we are is stressful. We've got a culture now where nobody gets a break, right? People have phones, they have, they're connected all the time. And it's become the norm. It used to not be the norm. And people who carried beepers and, and things like that were you carried it once in a while and if you carried it like more than one week in a month you were disgruntled um <laughs> unless you were paid really really well and even then so it's just interesting to me because we've forced this into our norm that we're on it's just kind of slid in like so many other things it's slid into normalcy we can be connected so there's this expectation of being connected we know it's not healthy we know it's not healthy for us to always be connected and not have a break from work. And I understand aspects of certain businesses. Like, I don't know what else for them to do. You know, again, this is why we have on call when you need people to be aware. And then you hope that people are respectful and not just utilizing the person on call, which I know in the past, I had a family member who had an on-call beeper type situation years ago. And sometimes there were situations where, you know, the person got called to take care of a maintenance type issue. And it really wasn't something that needed to be done on the weekend to take that person away from the events that they were at. So you know, there's always going to be and has been abuse of that. It would be nice if we would work on making sure that there isn't. And I think places have. But anyway, to my, to back to my point of the whole, how, how would we do this? Like how... It was fascinating to me when we would hear about other countries and how their productivity were higher because productivity was higher, uh, because they, say, had siestas or had time off or, or did their schedule different. And I'm like, well, why are we not doing this? If we know this, if what is the deal? Like, why are we not working towards this? And the shift would be hard, right? Like, we have our system set up, but we, at the same time, other countries have shifted, typically, like for us, I'm thinking of, like, India, for instance. There's a whole bunch of people in India, especially when you think of the outsourcing thing, when we're working with America, their whole lives had to shift their day to match American hours, right? So we're asking other countries to say, hey, how about this? How about you go to work at noon and you don't get off work until eight and have dinner late and shift your life? Why are we not able to shift our own? And I know some companies have, right? But not in mass. And I don't know what that would look like. And I don't know if there's a fear behind it. What is the goal? If, if we know that productivity is higher, what is the goal if we're not doing some of these things, if we're not pushing towards this? Is the goal to make more money and have your people be more productive? Is there fear that you don't have control over them for five days a week? Like, what is that about? I don't know. I'm just curious. Is it just that we, we again, we Americans, we think we're so advanced and smart and intelligent, yet we can't figure this one out and how to make a shift. We're not great at shifting into things that are beneficial for us. We're, we're not good at shifting into things where I, I just had a, a thought of something else that is, is we know is beneficial that we don't do. And it's gone from my brain. But this being one of those things, we know things are better for us, but we choose not to do it. So who is winning on the choosing not to do it? Um, I don't know. You hear the, uh, the conspiracy theorists talk about people wanting to control the workforce and sort of keep everybody sort of busy and down and under control. This whole concept kind of helps to support that. Not saying that's what it is, but it's fascinating to me that we're not doing that. And how cool would it be? I mean, I just like, 
we love our three-day weekends. We love our four-day weekends, right? And and probably when I'm thinking about that, I'm thinking of the fear as well. Once you give them Friday off, they're going to want Thursday off, and then they're going to want Wednesday off. I can hear that argument from a few people I've known who have been in power. And I don't know, like, yes, that's of course a dream, right? But we're all showing up to work five days a week. So four days a week. And if it keeps our productivity and keep us focused and it keeps us happier, these are all good things, right? It does always feel like you, you leave the work on a Friday. And granted, it's been such a long time since I've had a real job that I, I totally remember how having the weekend felt very short. I The work that I do tends to be all of my product, projects tend to leak, leak into other parts of my days, evenings and weekends, and which is fine. So, But I haven't had this sort of scheduled out concept that seems very exciting. And I don't know how that would work with our world. Because then, of course, you've got the people who have to work Friday, Saturday and Sunday, right? But, but so the typical days off. But then do they get another, you know, obviously we just switch over like we do everything else for those people who work Saturdays and Sundays. And I don't know, is there a fear base in that of why we, why we don't do that? How do we pay people differently? Because then you're, do you smush 40 hours into four days? Or are, is everybody become 32-hour people and then therefore we don't have half the people on health insurance? And I, I don't know. I guess these are, these are the questions that I'm curious about what other people have. And how do we do this? And how, how could we do this? How can more companies do this? And how do we switch into a culture where we are a little more relaxed and a little less on all the time and and focus on that? I think we're going to have to at some point. I guess that's not really true because it sounds good, but it's not really true because it's always going to be the the people with money and who have more flexibility to be able to create that for themselves. And then there's the worker people who do the jobs nobody else wants. They're where they're just going to keep making people come in. I don't know. Would that be interesting if 32-hour work week was the actual work week? And then over that was overtime pay or, or something like that. It would shift our, our world. I don't know if that works or not. And one of the people who was talking about this article was saying that she'd be willing to smush her 40-hour work week into a four-day week because you're already there. You're already ready for work. What's two more hours? I don't know what I think about that. It's been a long time since I've worked 10-hour work days. <laughs> Well, I guess I kind of work 10-hour workdays all the time. But that difference of having it smushed in and then time off, especially if you have a great work environment, probably not such a big deal. Definitely some shifts. I don't know. My question comes down to the whole, we know this is a really good thing. Why are we not shifting into it? And what, what are our barriers to not shifting into it? What are the fears? And I suppose, I mean, I, I totally get that because we have a society where Monday through Friday is the work day. But there are a lot of companies who, you know, there are not, not a lot. I don't know how many, but there are the companies who are doing this and how do they work and how do they function and what do they see with their four-day employees? Eh, just curious. I, I, the topic comes up, scientific study about something that we already know. And I sometimes wonder why we don't do this. People working for themselves kind of get screwed. And how do we make that not happen? How do we culturally shift that so that's not the case. And I'm, and I'm thinking more of the small businesses where you don't have a ton of employees, where you are working really hard to keep your business going and working. All right. Many questions, no answers. So often uh, it is the case. <laughs> Curiosities of the world. Thank you so much for listening to my little morning rants, rants and questions and curiosities and all of that fun stuff. Check out the website for the rest of the Mornings with a Stranger. 
website is morningswithastranger.com. Come visit. And of course, iTunes. Check it out on iTunes. You can subscribe, leave a review. That would be delightful. Share the podcast with your friends and neighbors and loved ones or enemies, whatever. I'm an equal opportunity person. And if you feel called and you're feeling giving and wanting to put something out in the universe that comes back to you threefold, fivefold, sevenfold, and you'd like to support the podcast. Hey, I don't know. It could happen. And I am willing, willing to put that energy into whatever you choose to give. And uh, you can do that by going to the website, morningswithastranger.com. And you're going to see a, I believe it's still a red P for the Patreon website. Hop on, become a donator. As low as a buck a month, you can uh, you can support the podcast. So something you probably won't even notice, but I would sincerely appreciate it. And if I can make it to duplicate itself for you, I will be thrilled to do such a thing. Facebook, also look for Mornings with a Stranger on Facebook. The at sign, Mornings with a Stranger, no spaces. All right, have a really, really, really great time today. I guess, and tomorrow, and whenever. (laughs) Always have a great time. Is that a reasonable request? I don't know. Should we always have a great time? Like, if you're going into surgery, make the best of your experience, but I guess that's not really such a great time, unless, I guess, depends on what kind of drugs you're on and how you respond to them. Maybe it is a great time for you. But be careful, because you're in surgery, and people are working on you, so don't don't go crazy. Uh, Anyway, I've heard interesting stories about people in dentist's office on the nitrous oxide, and yeah careful there, people. Anyway, all right, till next time, have a great day.